This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord. As I noted the other day in this podcast, what a disaster we are witnessing in Afghanistan. And now, a handful of days later, it is, unbelievably, even worse. And it's been made worse by an absolutely feckless President Biden. What a dangerous disgrace. And as I'll go through in a minute, it's deja vu all over again, as the old Yogi Berra saying used to go. It's deja vu all over again with Joe Biden. I'll have more in a minute. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow. And now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. He's designed them to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They are made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listeners square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800 606 1043 and use promo code Jeff. Now, as I've said, what's happening as we speak is Joe Biden's Saigon. What a disgrace. You tune into any news channel on your television dial, and there it is in living color. Afghanis running for their lives, trying to leap, leap onto airplanes that are taking off. One person at least falling to his death from thousands of feet, feet in the air. For those of you who have come into this world after 1975 and the fall of Saigon, you should know that up, yes indeed, Joe Biden was involved with that disaster, too. The president at the time was Gerald R. Ford. It was April 1975. The fighting had become fierce again, as in complete violation of the 1973 Paris Peace Accords that had supposedly brought an end to the war, the North Vietnamese didn't stop. Surprise, surprise. They broke the agreement and soon were invading South Vietnam. And a check of President Ford's memoirs reveals this, and I'll read it to you. Quote, In a highly unusual move, the Democrats who ran the Senate Foreign Relations Committee demanded a meeting with Ford at the, with, with me at the White House. The last time a president had a formal meeting with the committee was in 1919, a full 56 years earlier when President Woodrow Wilson met with the committee to push his post-World War I League of Nations proposal. Unquote. Then, in April 1975, this meeting with Ford and the committee was uh, described by President Ford as, quote, extremely tense, unquote. And Ford quite specifically mentions the presence of the freshman senator from Delaware and member of the committee, Joe Biden. The discussion became focused on getting out not only the remaining Americans in the country, but the Vietnamese who had been such loyal help to the Americans. Joe Biden would have none of the latter. And President Ford quotes him, I will vote for any amount for getting the Americans out, unquote. Ford writes of Biden's words, but, quote, 
I don't want it mixed up with getting the Vietnamese out, unquote. Gerald Ford was incredulous. Biden and his fellow Democrats were, he said, insisting on cutting off the funding that would help our Vietnamese allies. Said President Ford, quote, Gentlemen, I respect your views, but I have to carry out the plan that, in my opinion, is in our nation's best interest. Now get this, he said to Biden and the others, if we try to pull out right now, it'll lead to panic and the chaos will jeopardize the lives of untold Americans. Believe me, we need to buy time, even a few days, unquote. Does this sound familiar? Joe Biden and his colleagues would have none of it. Democrats refused to provide any additional funds for the South Vietnamese. And exactly as Ford predicted, chaos descended. Ford writes that, quote, Four days later, South Vietnamese President Chu resigned and fled the country. Communist forces descended on Saigon, the moment famously captured in that photo of an American helicopter attempting to take off from the roof of the U.S. Embassy as frantic Vietnamese tried to grab onto the helicopter skids and be transported out to sea in a waiting American aircraft carrier. He added, President Ford adds, quote, Our Air Force had been forced to halt evacuation flights from Saigon because communist rockets and artillery shells were blasting the airway, the runways at Tan Sanut, the American air base. A C-130 transport plane had been destroyed and several U.S. Marines killed. Refugees were streaming out onto the airport's runways and our planes couldn't land. The situation there was clearly out of control, unquote. Does that sound familiar? As I said, this is the old Yogi Berra saying, it's deja vu all over again. As President Ford makes clear, Joe Biden voted, in Ford's words, to cut and run, quote-unquote, from Vietnam. Biden blithely ignored Ford's warnings of chaos and disaster if funding were cut off, and those warnings proved to be dead-on accurate. All of which is to say, this is the way Joe Biden thinks. It is actions now, just like his actions on Vietnam and now on Afghanistan, that would, years after the Vietnam debacle, cause former Bush and Obama Secretary of Bob Gates to say of Biden in his own memoirs that Biden had, quote, been wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue over the past four decades. And you said in your memoir, Joe Biden is impossible not to like. Quote, He's a man of integrity, incapable of hiding what he really thinks, and one of those rare people you know you could turn to for help in a personal crisis. Still, I think he's been wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue over the past four decades. Would he be an effective commander-in-chief? I I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I stand by that statement. He and I agreed on some key issues in the Obama administration. We disagreed significantly on Afghanistan and some other issues. I think that uh, the vice president had some issues with the military, so how he would get along with the senior military and what that relationship would be, I just, uh, I think it, it would depend on the personalities at the time. And I don't know if you caught this, but uh, Peter Ducey, the uh, Fox White House correspondent, asked Biden Press Secretary, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki about all of this disaster. And her answer, I'll, I'll read it to you. You'll, you'll, you won't believe this. Quote, she says, 
I would say that this is now on track, Peter, to be the largest airlift in U.S. history. So, and that is bringing American citizens out. It is bringing our Afghan partners out. It is bringing allies out. So, no, I would not say that is anything but a success, unquote. Yeah, actually, so my wife, uh, she just met her way to the airport, like on Wednesday, last Wednesday. She couldn't make it inside there because there are Taliban's that they, they don't let the Afghans get into the airport. They don't even get uh, let the U.S. citizen to get into, into the airport, but she made it to the airport. And she was stuck like almost for three days in there and then after three days she couldn't manage to get on the to uh, to get on the board to the plane so she had to come back home but uh, i'm still worrying about her that she is if uh, the deadline of the 31st i guess i'm mad did you, i didn't hear you cor- like, I, let yeah. me ask you did she leave the airport did i hear you correctly yeah she 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 had to uh, uh, she, she she was just returned home back because she couldn't make it to the to the airplane, so but you, the, you, you do know now, Ahmad. You do know now that the, the the Taliban is saying they won't let any Afghanis go to the airport. Are you aware of that? Yes, the, yes, they just block everybody, including the citizens. I have heard many times from the news that the Taliban won't let anyone to get into the airport because of their their own whatever they have, but. Uh, we are just worrying about our own families, about our own Americans and those who are stuck there in Afghanistan now. Last question. So we are really like... Does the, does the Taliban, have they identified you? Do they know that you work with the United States? Do they know that your wife was married to, to you and you helped the U.S.? Yes, they actually know each and every one of us that are stuck there in Afghanistan. We have many of the SIVs interpreters that uh, work with the U.S. troops in Afghanistan. They help them. They serve the country. They serve the U.S. Army. But now we, we are all uh, left behind there in Afghanistan, and they all know each and every one of us. And as I heard that, they are now uh, trying to go door by door and look for those people, and they are trying to kill them. And if the U.S. leave them yeah. behind in th- that country, so that would be a bad threat to well, as our of- Afghans. Yes, sir. It was really hard to get out. The, all the ways to the airport was blocked by the crowd and by the Taliban. So I I went there on Monday, Monday to get out, but it was really crowded. Finally, I met the tarmac uh, behind the terminal, and I met three uh, surgeons there, showed them my green card, but because of the crowd, they couldn't help me, and they get out. Uh, then they told us to go to the north gate. We came back from um, from the airport and find my way all the way to the north gate. And there was too much crowd and I could not even get into the airport. I came back home um, for the next day. And the next day I received an email from the embassy to go to the north gate again. And I went there again. Finally, a U.S. soldier took my hand, pulled me on from the gate, and uh, my father pushed me from the bottom, and I jumped inside the airport, and uh, I I find my way to back to to come back home. It was really hard, really tough, and um, you cannot even imagine how how hard that I can. 
uh, I can escape that that situation. There was a lot of gunfires, a lot of hitting by the, uh, a lot of um, the, l- 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 like you cannot even yeah. imagine that they they threw the gas, the the gas, uh, well, the, the air bomb, be- the ga- the <laughs> sound bomb. Yeah, and you know many and people that are left behind. So it was really hard. Does that look like a success to you? Make no mistake. What we are watching unfold in Afghanistan was totally preventable, just as it was preventable in Saigon, not to mention predictable. But Joe Biden is doing it his way, and we're all in trouble now. This is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, and join me again for the next episode of the Word of the Lord podcast. See you then.